You may be seated today. Thank you. I'm going to ask you no more moving around from this point forward. Taking your Bibles to John chapter 16. John chapter 16 this morning. We're talking about winning our loved ones to Christ. And this Sunday and next Sunday, I'm going to um, give you ten promises. Ten promises for your children's salvation. This morning we're going to target our children. Specifically our children and our grandchildren. The last couple of weeks we've been talking about winning our households. That means cousins, nieces, nephews, uncles, aunts, uh, mothers, fathers, grandfathers, grandmothers, extended family. But we want to hear from the Lord for our children. And there are ten promises I want to give you. I'm going to give you five of them today. And I need you to follow closely with me. Write them down. Later on, we're going to have them uh, printed up for you so you can keep them as a bookmark in your Bible. Is that all right? Amen. John chapter 16, verse 23. Ten promises for your children's salvation. John says... In that day, you will no longer ask me anything. Jesus says, Verily, I truly, I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name, but ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. Jesus is trying to give us an understanding that He is going to be that sacrifice that will open up the door to the Father. And it's the Father who grants us our answered prayers. Jesus said, but you have to ask in my name. And... It's God's will, listen very carefully, it's God's will for all your prayers to be answered. Listen to what God is telling you this morning. It is God's will for all your prayers to be answered. It's His will that every need in your life be met. Not only every prayer that you pray to God in His will, but every need that you have be met. And when it comes to our loved ones getting saved, the only way they're going to get saved is when we come to God first in prayer, and that's the key. Come to Papa in prayer. In the name of His Son, our Savior. And right here, the Lord says, ask in My name, not just when you feel like it, not just when you remember to do it, but ask continually. That is the key. Some people will pray for a week, a month, uh, maybe even longer, but they don't see the results. You say, Lord, if I don't get it now, uh, uh, it, it, it can't be done. No, God doesn't work according to our Chronos time. He doesn't work according to the time of our, our watch. He works without the timetable. But He has a timing. And 
the one that gets the answered prayer is the persistent one. Is the one that will constantly knock on the door and not give up until they've woken everyone in the house and said, we're not going to get a bit sleep until we answer this door and find out who is knocking. Lord, I'm knocking for my children. And we can't forget the importance of prayer. And Jesus said in Luke chapter 18, verse 1, Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. So the instructions is to pray continually and call upon the name of the Lord specifically for your loved ones and specifically today for your children. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15, listen to what he says. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. See, look at pastor. Sometimes we approach God and we lack the confidence from our heart towards Him. We don't recognize how awesome, how big, how great. You have to pray and remind yourself that He's still the God that parts the seas. He's still the God that moves the mountains. He's still the God that makes rivers in the desert. He's still that God, that supernatural, miracle-working God. He is still that God to you and I. Now, promise number one. Or, I'm sorry, I didn't finish the, the verse. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to His will, He what? He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked Him for. What a confidence. What a confidence builder. What a confidence builder that we have when we go into our prayer closet, when we go into the presence of the Lord. And, and not just when we have a separated time with God, but as we go about our day. We should be in prayer. Not just to pray for your lunch or, or your snack at work, but constantly to be praying for your loved ones. Constantly to be asking. Constantly to be at the door. Until you see with your own natural eyes a change taking place. Now, let me give you the five promises. Promise number one. It is God's will to save your children. Turn with me to Psalm 72, verse 4. Here is the number one promise that you can remember and remind God. It says, May He defend the afflicted among the people and save the children of the needy. And may He crush the oppressor. Psalm 72, verse 4. May He defend the afflicted among the people and save the children of the needy. And may He crush the oppressor. See, we have to know it is God's will that our children will be saved. God's Word gives every parent the confidence to pray and to ask. In the passage that we're reading here, he says he will save the children of the needy. Who is the children of the needy? Is it the poor? No, it's anyone that has a need who is a believer. If you have a need for your child to be saved, then you are part of that group. 
And God says, everyone who has a need for their children to be saved, he gives us a promise that he will crush the oppressor in order to save them. Crush the oppressor in order to save them. What a confidence we have. And, and, and look at the new direction that has opened up to us. We know that uh, our older children uh, are experiencing the, the devices of Satan and the weapons formed against them are looking that they're prospering. But because of you and I have this promise from God in Psalm 72 that God says, I will save the children of the needy and I will, I will uh, uh, break the oppressors back over them. They've been oppressed. That's why they're walking around depressed and, and oppressed and, 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 and worried and stressed and, 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 and just can't cope with life. And, 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 and they're struggling and, you, and you, your heart bleeds for them. Your heart bleeds for them. In fact, if you're, if you're like most parents, you would say, Lord, let's, let, let me take their place. Just as long as they're saved. But God says, you don't even have to do that. I've already given you the word. I've already given you a promise. I have already given you confidence to pray with confidence and assurance. I've already guaranteed that I will break the oppressors back to save them. And he gives the promise that he will crush them in order to bring them back. Satan's power will be broken. I'll say it again. Satan's power will be broken. But you must hang on to the promise despite what you see in the natural. Despite what you see your children involved in right now. See, because that, that can be a, a confidence killer. See? Oh, they're, they're, they're too deep. They're too gone. They're too far, Pastor. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Even if they're in prison, God can get a hold of them. David said, even if I make my bed in hell, you will find me. Promise number two. I got to go quickly. It is God's will that your children know His glory. Oh, my friend. Psalm 90, verse 16. Psalm 90, verse 16. It says, Let your work be shown to your servants and your glorious power to their children. Not only are you going to see the power at work, but show it that glorious, that unearthly, unnatural, supernatural power. Let it be demonstrated to my children. Remember, this is the confidence we have in Him. If we ask anything according to His will. And it's here that we have to know what His Word says. And so when you pray, pray, Lord, Your Word says... Lord, your word says. What does it say? 
Let your work be shown to your servants and your glorious power shown to their children. We have permission to pray the promises. You can pray the Word of God written in this book. Show them, Lord. Show them your hand of mercy. Oh yeah, they, they may be out there doing all kinds of things and all kinds of things that you never even thought they would be involved in. But praise be to God, you're a mom, you're a father, you're a parent with confidence. And say, even, even if my grandchildren, this not only goes for your children, but for your grandchildren. Lord, get a hold of my grandchild. Get a hold of my grandson. Get a hold of my granddaughter. Get a hold of these precious souls. Oh, I love them so much. I, I, I just, I, I, I would give my right arm for them. But you don't have to get your right arm for them because Jesus gave His life for them. And He died for them. And He rose again for them. And He sits at the right hand of the Father interceding for them. And He's just asking you and me as mama and daddy and grandma and grandpa, pray with confidence, holding the promises in your hand, in your heart. And pray this. When you go into prayer, take the word. Take the word that says in Psalm 90, let your works be shown to your servants and your glorious power to your children. In other words, let them experience you the way I have experienced you, God. How many have ever experienced God in a supernatural way? Oh, I, I could imagine the stories we're, we're going to tell in heaven. How God miraculously showed up and showed off and broke the chain of the oppressor and broke the back of the devil for us and made a way when there was no way, when my back was against the wall. And he showed me things that that were not yet, but they were ready to come. They were previews of things. And, and then not only the previews, but then they happened. We were at the edge of the Red Sea and it didn't open. And, and then Moses lifted up his staff and he said, Lord, only you could do it. And imagine. We walked through the, oh my God, we saw souls saved. We saw the church grow. We saw miracles of signs, wonders, the supernatural taking place. And my son and my daughter were there. Lost, but witnessing. They witnessed you and your husband staying together. They witness you serving God even as a single parent. Third promise. Michelle, would you come? Your descendants will be established before the Lord. Your descendants will be established before the Lord. Psalm 102, verse 28. Psalm 102, verse 28. Are these marvelous promises or what? I, I say, are these marvelous promises to us? Some of you young people here, look at Pastor. Look at, look at Pastor. See, some of you young people, you're still, you know, in high school or college right now and still wondering, you know... What's my life going to be? What am I going to be? But see, one day you're going to have children. That's why you're here. It's an appointed time of God. 
One day you're going to have children of your own. Right now, you're a son and daughter of someone here, a parent here. And they're praying for you. They're holding on to the promises of God. They're getting armed and confident and encouraged today to say, I'm standing in the gap for my son and my daughter. I love them. They do great at school. But the relationship with God is almost non-existent. They have seeds of the gospel but they haven't grown yet. But that's all right. Because the seed must be watered. The seed must be tended. And who's the best to tend it than the parent? And those of you that are young right now, one day you're going to say, Lord, save my baby girl. Save my son who love sports. Save my children. One day you'll be the papa. One day you'll be the mama. One day you'll be... Lord, what? How? That's why it's important that you absorb and, and, and saturate yourself in this knowledge of God. Promise number three. Established before the Lord. The children of your servants will live in your presence and their descendants will be established before you. Ladies and gentlemen, this passage not only mentions your children, but also mentions your grandchildren. See how it says, the children of your servant will live in your presence and their descendants. See? The children of your servants will continue to live in the presence. And then it says descendants. And descendants means the grandchildren. If you're a grandparent or grand, or even a great-grandparent, you love those children. And when they're small, they're so adorable and lovable and enjoyable. And to be honest, they're almost like therapy to you to have them around. Right? But the most important thing you can do for them is pray for their salvation. Better than clothes, better than trips, better than giving them money. It's our responsibility to pray for their salvation. When? First of all, when they're little. Pray that when they're old enough to understand, they'll serve the Lord. Pray now. If they're little, pray now for them. So that way, when they become of age, that they'll see the importance. They'll have their own personal experience with Christ to seek the Lord. That pray the Holy Spirit would lead them to seek Him and open up their blinded eyes. And then pray your grandson, your granddaughter, your children, even if they're older. Pray for these loved ones that with the help of the Holy Spirit, their spiritual blind eyes will be opened to see the need they have for Jesus as their personal, personal Savior. Our children grow jaded and cold because of the world. A lot of, a lot of things are being taught to them out there in the world that are ungodly. They're being exposed to so much. 
when they think about coming to God in church, it, it kind of well, later. But see, you and I, we need to pray for them today, now. And even if they're older, you pray for them to have their blind eyes lifted. Don't see the 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 thing is, don't only read these promises and forget them. Pray over them when it comes to your children and your grandchildren. Don't just read them and forget about them. And, and okay, that they, they were good, and I read it, and all oh, praise God, all oh, beautiful. But this is the time to say, uh, uh-uh. uh. I'm taking them into prayer with me. I'm arming myself with them. I'm, I'm, lay, I'm putting them on flashcards and I'm laying them before me on three by five index cards. I'm putting them in my Bible. I'm putting them everywhere in my car. I'm putting them on the, in the bathroom. Everywhere I go, I'm praying that. I'm praying that. I'm praying that. Put them on the computer of your desk at work. Put them on your workstation. Put them in your truck that you drive or your car that you drive. Put them everywhere so that, Lord, that, my children, God doesn't want your children to taste the world. You know what He wants them to taste? Him. God wants your children to taste the goodness of God. Not to taste the world. Every head bowed and every eye closed this morning. This is an important time for our children. Yes, we're going to Good News Tour. Yes, we're going to people we don't know. Yes, we're going to families. You're the key. You're the jailer with the key to unlock the doors for people today. Well, how about unlocking the door for your children? How about unlocking the door for your grandchildren? It's up to us to pray. We who are spiritual, let us pray. Lift your hands to God right now as we ask Him right now. I want you to name those children right now as we pray. Father, we pray right now. You name them right now. Name them by name right now. Grandchildren, children. Name them right now. Lord, You promised us that You would save them. And save them entirely from the enemy. That you would crush the oppressor, Lord God, when it comes to bringing them home. And Lord, we stand in the gap right now. And we will not stop praying until they are saved. Lift your hands this morning. Let me pray for you a blessing right now. Father, bless the men and women of God, the children, the families right now. There's nothing worse than having their son and daughter go through such hardship and such difficulties in life, Lord. But we know that you can cause all things to work together for good. Work it for good right now in Jesus, Jesus' holy name. Would you stand with me as we worship God right now? Stand with me right now. We're not dismissed yet. Just stand with me right now as we worship God together. Father, we love you. Come on, lift your hands with me right now. And worship the Lord. Father, we thank you. We praise you this morning. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Oh, hallelujah, 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 Lord. Eva, would you join me up here this morning?
Come on, we're going to sing this song, but you put that name of that child or those children before the Lord. Say, Lord, I don't want them to taste the world. I want them to taste your goodness. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord, yeah.